You're listening to a Market Moves property podcast from EG. I'm Tim Burke, EG's deputy editor. Glenhawk, a provider of short-term real estate finance, this week became the first bridging lender to achieve a carbon-neutral certification from the Carbon Trust. For group treasurer Daron Kularatnam, that's just the latest step in a journey he sees the company on to be at what he calls the front of change, not only at a corporate level, but also when it comes to the environmental impact that real estate finance can have. I caught up with him to hear about the opportunities ahead. We started with that Carbon Trust certification. One of the first stages in Glenhawk's sort of green journey was to, to, to measure our carbon footprint. So these are the, the emissions um, that we emit into the atmosphere through sort of business operations. Um, and there's a number of different sort of scopes and levels of detail that you can go down into. Uh, but essentially, we, we looked at our sort of office emissions, so our energy usage. Uh, you know, gas and electricity in particular, and, and they looked at um, air conditioning units and, and whether any sort of leaks there and, and that sort of side of things. Um, the good news is that um, we, we partnered with, you know, a leading consultancy, Carbon Trust, who, um, you know, just one of the best in, in the sector. We, we, we scoped a number of agencies and, and took a decision to go with them because we, we you know, we see, we see Glenhawk as a really institutionalized um you know lender and we wanted to partner with a, a brand name that, that was equally sort of um you know well set up and, and matured um so we went through a really detailed process with them where they came in they analyzed the business our energy usage and so on and, and, and essentially gave us a, a footprint um which was surprisingly low <laughs> very very low um i think because our previous office in particular was on a 100 renewables tariff so that that helped a lot um, and, and then you get a, a footprint and you you essentially have a decision around what do you want to do with your residual emissions. Um, and if you want to achieve carbon neutrality, you, you essentially go out and you purchase carbon offsets. Um, and, and they're accredited, they're provided by certain providers. And we partnered up with um, a company called Climate Care. And they have a, a portfolio that you can invest in to purchase uh, carbon offsets. And, and those offsets went towards um, things like cleaner cooking stoves in, in Africa and renewable energy installations in India and things like that. Um, so we offset our carbon footprint and we actually purchased more carbon offsets than our actual footprint was. Just it was a nice gesture. Um, and we got a certificate. It's up on the wall here and we're certified carbon neutral. And, and that's to sort of international standards, um, which is something that the Carbon Trust uh were sort of that that's how they work and, and some of the other agencies weren't doing it to, to quite the same standards so we wanted to go with, with carbon trust for that that sort of um accreditation um and yeah we're, we're super proud and it's an ongoing it's an ongoing piece it will be an annual review we've moved offices so we're going to have to to go through a number of you know a, a re-footprinting exercise and and what they're looking for is a, a commitment to ongoing reduction over time uh, so we have a sort of a, a statement that we've had to to make and, and work through as part of the process. And that statement is saying um, what's our next commitment period? And that will be for our next financial year and that we are committed to uh, carbon reduction uh, and we will have a carbon reduction plan in place and and embed sort of sustainability thinking across the business. And put this into the context of your your broader ESG strategy at Glenhawk. What's the bigger picture here for you guys? 
Yeah, I mean, the bigger picture really is to be at the front of um, change in, in the sector um, at the sort of the corporate level, but also the impact that finance can have in um, the property sector. You know, the property sector as, as a whole is a huge carbon emitter and it has to go through um, a, a huge upgrade process in terms of energy performance of homes. We see um, Glenhawk as a, as a short-term property lender is serving a really uh, important part of, of that journey, um, especially because there's a portion of our book that is uh, that finances refurbishment, renovations on homes. So there's an opportunity there for us to be able to provide money to um, property developers, uh, buy-to-let landlords to, to essentially upgrade their, their EPC rating on their homes to um, the higher energy efficiency ratings of sort of A to C, which is where the government is moving. Um, there's this sort of consultation going on around um, new standards that will be in place for um, buy-to-let properties to have an EPC of C or above. Um, and there's certain timelines that that those um, that those EPC ratings need to be in place by. So there's definitely an opportunity for Glenhawk to to be able to provide that type of financing um, and, and a key part in the journey. Um, sort of more broadly for the corporate um, itself, the ESG piece has a huge amount of value uh, and, and in particular it's long-term value. It's not just looking for short-term gains, which is kind of a, a thing of the past. We're really thinking now around um, sort of employee satisfaction, um, you know, better investment terms from, from future investment partners. And we understand that, you know, institutional banks and, and funders are looking at the ESG factors of a business. So we are certainly leveling up our ESG factors and, and sort of starting that journey um, with the footprinting. And we have a number of other initiatives that, that we'll, um, we'll be putting in place over the coming years. Do you think that the real estate finance industry has, has generally speaking maybe been slower to address some of the ESG issues and, and the climate change challenges over the years? I, th I think um, I think everyone's on a journey and, and they're on sort of uh, a different timeline there are some lenders out there and I, and I know certainly in the mortgage space there's there's at least sort of more than 10 lenders out there with a green product already um, trying to find that those little niches to affect some change um and, and that's some of the bigger bigger organizations either the big sort of retail banks or certain specialist lenders um in the market i think certainly in short-term uh finance and bridging we've not seen much sort of noise coming out from the sector and you, you, we have a great thing going at glenhawk because you've got a um you know a business that is is very much sort of green at heart led, led from you know our ceo at the top and and when i joined there was there's a, a real alignment of thinking um between myself and guy and it's just really kind of putting those that, that strategy into place now and 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 it's it's really enjoyable to see it unfold and and to feel the enthusiasm across the business as well um so so yeah i think uh to answer your question more more needs to be done and faster, of course. Um, I think this next 10 years is is critical on that path, as, as we all keep hearing from both science-backed research and, uh, and and governments and so on. Um, so really, it's, it's, it's the time for everyone to, to kick into action, let's say. And, and I feel like COVID might have 
uh, sort of coming out of COVID, there's this kind of slogan around you know, build back greener and, and these sort of things. And it's it's the time to sort of take action. You know, we, we all had to um, transition into a new world very quickly. And let, let's transition into, you know, a, a future greener world um, as quickly as we can as well. And you've talked about some some other upcoming initiatives. What What are the next steps on the pathway like? for the firm yeah so um we've got one imminently uh due, due out actually in that sort of a, a tree planting scheme um so we're we're looking to partner um with trees for life they plant trees in scotland to rewild uh the scottish highlands um both for carbon capture and, and increased biodiversity so we're really excited about that they seem like a great partner um we're just putting in place the sort of operational steps um for how we'll sort of initiate those those tree trees to plant um so so that that's due out in the next month um then in the background we're working on the so there's there's regulations that will will come into place around financial disclosures so this is for businesses to um disclose certain climate related risks in their in their annual accounts um it's called the tcfd initiative and it's uh, at the moment, uh, large listed companies are expected to, to make these disclosures um, and that will cascade down. Now, there's no in the pathway for the next two years, there's no um, there's no requirement for a, a business of Glenhawk size to, to do to make these sort of disclosures. But we very much see it as an important piece to, uh, I guess, um, you know, one, acknowledge the importance of um climate related risks and and monitoring them and reporting them and the governance that needs to be um wrapped around um those risks but also um as part of adding value to the business um for, you know very, very frankly from a from an investor's point of view um investors nowadays are you know value and and look for businesses that that are really focusing on this stuff what drives you as a finance professional here? And I mean, on the one hand, you're balancing the performance of the business, right, with, I, I assume, um, a personal conviction in in the good that it's doing. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always grown up um, with this sort of conviction that, you know, we, we share a planet with um, other sort of beings, not just human beings, but but a, an animal population. And, and that animal population is... Um, you know, is, is suffering as, as a result of um, a huge human demand on, on the planet. Um, and, and that's only going to get worse unless we find new ways to operate and, and live sort of more harmoniously altogether on the planet. And I, I really, you know, want to, to be able to play our role in a more sustainable future for all. Um, and I believe that, um, you know, a, a business, Glenhawk, um, a finance provider, has an absolutely important part to play, and and everyone has to uh, sort of chip in. You know, I it's I sort of have it in my my personal life as well. Sort of, you know, as we mentioned at the beginning, sort of cycling to work, and you know, the the, the foods that I eat and things like that. And you know, I think it's uh, it's bringing that. You know, I'm a finance professional, as you said, and it's bringing the two two worlds together. And, and Glenhawk's um, got the values and, and got the opportunity for that to to become real life. That's good to hear, Darren. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on the certification and on um, the opportunities ahead for Glenhawk in this space. And thank you for listening to this EG Market Moves podcast. Remember that you can keep up to date with all of our podcasts on your favorite platform 
and head to egi.co.uk forward slash news for all of the latest real estate news, analysis and data.